Hi, my name is Kaylee Frost and I'm the Head of Clinical Support at Health Assured. I'm joined today by Georgia, our lead counsellor, and we're going to be talking about grief. Hi, Georgia, you okay? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, really good. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling good, yeah. Good stuff. I mean, well, it's a difficult topic, but... Exactly, yeah. Look, it's all smiles and we're about to sorry. talk about grief. Um, <laughs> so just before we go into that, I just want to know a little bit more about you, Georgia. So I've worked with you for a long time now, and I know, um, you know... That, I mean, I'm probably biased because I work with you, but I think you are a fantastic counsellor. Thank you. What took you into the counselling world? You know, wh- why, are you, why are you here now as a counsellor? Yeah. That's an interesting question. Um, so I was one of those people that really didn't know what they wanted to do with life. So I didn't kind of just fall into the, uni- go from college to university. Yeah. Um, so I went from college to working yeah. and I did loads of random hospitality stuff, met loads yeah. of different types of people. And then I got an opportunity to move to Mexico City, which I took. Um, and I was teaching there and I was uh, teaching young people. And I was like, I definitely don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> Not going to go and do PGCE. Thank you very much. Um, but I was like, however, there is something underlying here with all these children and young people that I was like, what's going on? Yeah. You're so young. Why Lots you, of troubles there. Why, why are you yeah. crying about not doing your homework? It's not a big deal. And it's my homework and I'm sat here telling you it's not a big deal and you're still crying. Like what's going on here? So I was really invested in in them, in what was going on, in all the stuff that was coming from home. Yeah. And then I went traveling and I was just had loads of time to think. And I was like, so I'm going to go back to the UK and what am I going to do? Am I just going to fall back into the same old cycle um, yeah. of what I did before? And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to become a counsellor. And it just kind of like really fit. I'd had counselling before myself, so I'd experienced that. And it, I was just like, of course I am. Like it yeah, just yeah. felt very natural. So I applied whilst I was travelling and I moved back to Cardiff. And that's where it all began. And here we are. And the rest is history. And the rest is <laughs> a very brief history. I've only actually been graduated for two years. So I'm still like right at the beginning of this counselling journey that I'm on. So, yeah. But I think, I mean, like I mentioned before, you're one of our lead counsellors. And mm-hmm. I think that is such an accolade and achievement <laughs> mm-hmm. after being qualified for, for just two years. Yeah. And I think one thing, you know, we've spoken before and one of your passions when it comes to clinical support clinical intervention is supporting grief and you know and and, and individuals through bereavement Mm -hmm. which is why we're here talking about this today and what what is it that interests you so much and what you know why are you so passionate about supporting you know individuals through grief well it's very common especially given the current like situation that everybody's in at the moment with with the pandemic and then just other things that are going on in the world um I, through my placement, I did, I, grief accidentally kind of came to me. I didn't go through grief placement. This particular um, topic kind of came to me through the people that just, I ended up supporting and counseling. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it really began. Um, and I think the most interesting thing about grief is that I guess the word grief is just an umbrella term of all of these things that go under that. Mm. And that's really important. And so you might be working with grief, but also you're working probably with depression and anxiety and guilt and all of these other different Trauma as well. Trauma, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. So everybody's grief is very different. So there's no 
nothing's the same. I always say to people, you could be in a family, in a, in a household, and you are all experiencing the same grief. The same person has kind of passed away, that, that person that yeah. is loved one or whoever it is. But as an individual, you're experiencing that yourself. Yeah. So all of these individuals in the same household are going through a completely separate thing because it's so individual to you, yeah. but you're grieving the same person maybe. And when people kind of actually understand that a little bit more, they're like, oh, okay, well, that's actually quite interesting. Let me just focus on my journey and what this looks like for me because it's not the same. So yeah, looking at um, households and family units, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, groups of people, um, what do you, I mean, it's just because you talk, you've just mentioned about that now and I don't want to forget to ask you, but what do you suggest in those situations? You know, is group therapy even, you know, a good idea or do people in, need to individually start processing things themselves before they start coming together as a collective? That's an interesting question. In terms of like group therapy, maybe something on the lines of family therapy but it really really depends on on everybody in in that space um yeah. and often often through the helpline for example you're often getting a parent through the helpline that is then worried about the other individuals in the household usually yeah, children young yeah. people whatever um and how they're managing and coping with things and often the advice is just open a space make it safe yeah let them know that they can talk and there's no expectation here like because you as that individual you as that person we can't really there's no solution there's just like I said everybody's got everyone's going through a journey and everyone's on their own path and it might all look different like some people say you know oh and such a person hasn't cried yet why haven't they cried I'm all I'm doing is crying and they haven't cried yeah so okay that's okay well that's fine that's all right for that them to do that it's okay for you to do that it's okay for you to cry it's okay for them not to cry everything's okay yeah. there's no rules here there's no rule book there's no time limit there's no right or wrong there's it's just this journey but I think I think as uh, I don't know if it's a society thing but I think it's almost like we've got this expectation of this is what we need to do at this time yeah. um and if a lot of people don't don't cry immediately they're like well I haven't grieved well, okay, well, what, what do you relate to grieving then? And let's explore that. What's your perception of grief? Yeah. And, and, and like I said, for me, it's an umbrella term, but for some people, it's just, that's just it. So until we open that umbrella and explore what's underneath it and yeah. explore how, how many things that it can hold into it and what relates to you and what doesn't relate to you, then we can move forward. So just touching on, you know, like, What's normal? You know, what are the normal mm. time scales and stuff? Is it normal not to cry at all? Asking for a friend, but no, no, no. You, you know, realistically, there's. You know, I've had bereavements. Mm. You know, speaking personally, um, and I've never. Yeah, I've been sad about it, and mm. you know, and really is horrible. You know what happened mm -hmm. and losing someone, but I've never physically cried over them, and I think you know, I don't feel like I'm bottling anything up, and I'm sure there's other people that must be, and I know there's other people that feel you know very similar, but is it? It, it, that's normal that's okay to not want to cry and not actually cry yeah yeah and that's just There's your no, like, set way of grieving absolutely yeah. yeah completely sometimes when um grief isn't always sad yeah sometimes it can be a relief yes yeah 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 so it's not always this sadness and then we relate sadness to crying often and yeah. and, and and all of that sort of stuff but 
it's not always sad. Sometimes it's a relief. Sometimes that person we saw them in a lot of pain. Yeah. Or or whatever it is. So you know, there's there's a there's a different feeling there. Yeah. So yeah, of course. And I think we always have maybe this expectation of this is then how I'm going to present, especially if maybe we know that somebody is dying or we we are to yeah. lose someone. Um, we kind of it's it's almost like we put give ourselves an expectation of this is then what I'm going to look like in a few months when that happens, for example. Yeah. And then that doesn't come and it's mind blown. What is going on? I'm not yeah. doing what I thought I should be doing. Yeah. So what what's happening? It's okay. You, It's just not your expectation of what you thought. Yeah. Your expectation just hasn't. Like everyone kind of thinks of the movies, like the Hollywood way of like dealing. Oh, that's with everything. With, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with anything that we're dealing with. Yeah, everything, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that... How many stages of grief is it again though? A five, yeah, usually. Yeah. But so everyone's like, oh, now I'm at this stage and this stage. You know, people mm. think they have to work through it like a checklist. Mm. And is it okay to not even work through those stages? Mm. Yeah. You might not you might not hit the depression. So uh, often in no particular order, depression, anger, denial, um, bargaining. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully some level of acceptance. Yeah. Yeah. Um what also what that then doesn't cover is guilt these feelings of guilt there's so much that isn't really covered in that yeah, yeah. um and so you know guilt or relief yeah. or you know this um other feelings that can come up with a um trauma yeah. um depending on the situation so again we've we've got to kind of very lightly look at those things and that's just a guidance from a lot of research that has obviously gone into into yeah, stuff and yeah, kind of come back and and it's great to follow that but then it doesn't mean that this is absolutely what you are going to follow in this time or what is going to you, what you're going to feel in this time. Uh, because then we're like, okay, so am I depressed? Am I in denial? Because I'm not depressed, am I in denial? And yeah, if I'm not in denial, yeah. have I accepted it? Getting like, the checklist yeah, out of sure. the stages of yeah, grief, yeah, like yeah. where am I? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then it, it's a roller coaster, yeah. a roller coaster of emotions and, and different things that can come with that. So the best thing to do from from my point of view what I want to create is just a safe space yeah just a space for whatever emotion is going to then or feeling or, or whatever is going to kind of be brought up in that and then often it's a lot of reflection a lot of remembering a, a, a situation or a person or a time yeah. or a place or and then we might be cracking on with life and then a smell hits us and boom yeah straight yeah, back there yeah. again so it can come in waves. And like I said before, there's no there's no timestamp on it. It's really, it's just something that we learn to live with. Um, can then, people like, grieve forever? You know, like they're, they're sad about it or, you know, could like missing someone fall under that, you know, like grieving, you miss them forever. You know, like if you lost a partner or a mm. child, something like that. You could grieve forever. There's, you know, in approximately eighteen months, you're going. This is going to stop. You're going to feel yeah, wonderful about life, and you're yeah. never going to think about them again. Yeah, yeah, that's just not realistic, is it? Yeah, and so much pressure to put on ourselves. Can we grieve forever? Who am I to say yeah, and who am I yeah, to say no? I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, potentially, there's yeah. probably a potential for that. Yeah, some level of that. Hopefully, we. Oh, I I would hope that somebody wouldn't be in a situation where they're sad forever. And that they can yeah, or learn angry, to live or yeah, angry, yeah, 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 or holding these feelings and that they can learn to live and live with it and, and you know, kind of have, uh, live their life as it yeah. continues. 
but you know there are there are certain situations where yeah people probably do grieve forever and again in our society we we have we very much hold birthdays and time stamps to yeah. that person as well birthdays or christmas or yeah. a time where you know if it's a family member that we would come around and, and be together and, and maybe that person isn't yeah. there anymore um and so we very much hold those things very very close yeah. to us um and when those times come up people often notice that their mood might reflect them reflecting about that person yeah um whatever that can look like um so you know that's why it can come in waves that's why there is no in 18 months this yeah, is how you're gonna yeah, feel yeah, yeah. that's why there is no that because we're always because of our society and because of the way that we work we are always kind of um lots of things do come to us yeah. birthdays christmases events um things that this person would like or or things that remind us of that person yeah. so we're naturally we're just going to be probably reminded of them quite a lot yeah Mm. And just, I've never really because I've never really sat and thought about it that much you know I talk yeah. a lot about workplace stress and anxiety and resilience yeah, you know like sure. but I don't when I speak with employers really venture into the realms of grief yes I've you know as part of my role I deal with traumatic events and mm. critical incidents and getting support in the moment for mm. those types of things and and supporting the employers to support the employees yeah so I don't really see it on a I guess maybe a daily basis. Would you say like nearly every day you might speak to someone? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Really? Without that a many? shadow of a doubt. Yeah, multiple. multiple every single day. day. Multiple, yeah. You guys speak to like 100 plus people a week. So like, I yeah. guess it's a numbers game. You're going to, yeah, 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 you're going to be speaking. That's, that's mad. Oh, multiple, yeah. Because grief isn't just death. Yeah. Important. Grief is loss. Relationships. Very, very work. good point. Yeah, yeah. So grief's always there. It's often there a lot because so it that, isn't just death. That is really interesting, actually, because I'm here, you know, mm. coming in, like, talking about actually. people dying and how you move on yeah. from that. But you may, you know, throw this out <laughs> the window. Don't need this because, you, have, yeah. you know, relationships. Mm. We've seen an increase in the end of relationships mm. as a result of the past two years. You know, mm. lots of relationship breakdowns, haven't there? Yeah. And I know that there's been the calls that we've been receiving. What what kind of you know would you still follow the almost the same stages you know grief is grief I guess now isn't it it's not you're not thinking about someone dying and losing mm. them from this earth you know yeah you're grieving what you want to have yeah yeah, yeah. an expectation Never of maybe how your life was gonna play out yeah maybe you you know you had these ideas let's talk about if we're growing off relationships you might have had these expectations of I don't know, marrying this person or at least spending a very long yeah. period of time together, maybe having children. Uh, maybe you have had children yeah. and that's still, um, you know, it's not gone the way that, that you expected. Yeah, we're, we're grieving the loss of that relationship. We're grieving the loss of our expectations of what our life was going to look like. Yeah. We're grieving that person not being with us as often as we're used to, yeah. you know, sleeping in the same bed as somebody. All yeah. of those things, really yeah, intimate yeah, yeah. stuff that um, it's a grief, yeah. Uh, same with um, uh, like loss in general, losing a job, you know, or... or um, friendships as well. Friendships, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Relationships very much come under um, a lot of grief. Um, but yeah, it's loss, isn't it? And I yeah. guess that word is under under the umbrella of grief. Yeah. There's a theme of loss, so... I never even thought yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when we, I guess when we come back to death it's not just people 
pets, it's animals, it's, you know, all of these types of things, like they all fit in and they all have the space and they're all valid and they're all important. And it's important to acknowledge that. But yeah, I guess. Thinking about it, the the fact that it's not even, you know, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but do you remember when... (laughs) when Zayn Malik left One Direction Ah. and everywhere not myself but a lot of people were distraught when Robbie left Take That there were crisis lines set up because people couldn't oh I should have laughed no it's really genuine like it's it's funny because it's it's funny but like but actually yeah yeah okay yeah 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 this is like it, losing your favorite character from a film or you know yeah. like TV series that you've been yes yeah, so you've stuck down for years and like, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and you've I don't know if you watched Grey's Anatomy but no, when oh that was McDreamy when he died I'm that current, was I'm currently watching Money Heist or Castle Papel yeah oh yeah 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 um and yeah and you're just like actually how dare you. Game of Thrones that guy loved killing people off oh yeah yeah giggles like he did it all the time like and you're like hang on a minute. Where's Ned Stark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, but then you're like, um, what's going on there? Uh, yeah, so you create a bond. But you think about it. You think about it, it yeah. all the time. You read about it. You want to like yeah, yeah, yeah. Google the, the actor or, or the person. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, of course you do. Yeah. We've gone off on a complete tangent. Oh, but the, but it's so, it is really relevant. About to move to RuPaul, but we can't do that. Oh. Like, no, we can't. Like, it, we'll, just, we'll just go right off. But, you know, obviously. And your favourite queen gets voted on. <laughs> well. What were oh, you yeah. gonna say? Well, no, some of the some of the queens have passed away. Haven't oh, they? you're some of the queens. I thought you yeah. know when some no, of them no, voted. No, no, I mean, like yeah. you know, you're, you're very invested in yeah. in that person. You're very invested in their time and and you've celebrities them in and general. Like, oh my goodness, like how was? And you always feel like a pang of oh my god. There was that year. What's wasn't my world there? going to be? There was that. That was there was that year where when Bowie, Prince, yeah, 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 everybody yeah, yeah. just. Yeah. Um, and that really shook a lot of people. It really to the did. Core, like didn't it, it really did. Like, I knew people that were holding vigils. You know, you, that were really caught up by it. Yeah, 100%. you know more than what you'd think if like they did lose someone close to them. But I guess every that goes back to everyone reacting in completely different ways. Yeah, it's completely complete, different. You know, like how a snowflake. There's no one. Yeah, that's set the same. snowflake. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It seems there's no. There's just no set way. Yeah. There's yeah. no right or wrong. So going back to yeah. the serious talk now. Yeah, sorry. Um, but more kind of in terms of like practical steps, I guess, than anything. So you've got someone, so, you know, for those that are listening that, you know, bereavement counselling or, you know, counselling for grief in general mm. um, is very specialist. You know, if you're looking at longer term and it, and it really needs to mm. be adapted and you, you can go through specialist training and stuff like that, and you as counsellors for that. But, Realistically, you know, what are the appropriate steps if someone is struggling, you know, I guess struggling to get past that, you know, the really distressed stage, they can't, they're not sleeping, you know, it's physically impacting them, they really can't seem to get past this, the, you know, the the physical, the physiological symptoms are just too mm. much, and it's also mm. then taking a toll on their mental health, causing maybe depression, consistent low mood, maybe not sleeping at all and not eating. And if it's getting to those kind of stages, you know, what would your recommendation generally be? You know, what would be your, right, this is your plan of attack. This is what's next. Yeah. So again, that's very individual to different people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My initial thought was a support system. Yeah creating a support system or having a support system often we can isolate ourselves when we're in that kind of level of distress Mm -hmm. 
we feel like we're a burden. People don't want to hear it. Yeah. They don't want to need to deal with our emotions. They've got other stuff going on. We're going through a pandemic. Yeah. And people then isolate themselves. So having reaching out and um often when we're when we're in that space, it's so easy to get into a spiral of wherever we are. And yeah. and then we're like, nobody wants to hear this you know but people have got their own stuff going on I'm a burden yeah, I'm a yeah, yeah. so it's so easy to get there actually reaching out to somebody I would I would never you know if a, the, one of the, the most important things I say to somebody is okay let's just hold that let's uh, shoe on the other foot let's say a friend you were hearing you were on this call and actually I was speaking to your friend and they were saying you know I'm a burden people have got other things going on um they don't necessarily need to hear this what would you say to that person and immediately it would be empathy especially if it's a close friend you'd want to rescue them you would open a space up and you'd say take a seat yeah you know sit down I'm here um You'd be mortified, wouldn't you? You'd be like, you'd be, talk to me, I'm your friend, I'm your sister, whatever. Yes, like, you would, me. you would. You'd yeah. be so, you'd probably be quite upset. Like, you'd be like, I'm, I'm so here. sorry you're yeah, going through yeah, yeah. this and you feel like you can't come to me or yeah. or, or speak or like you feel like you've, you've not got anyone. So a support system is really important, whether you're reaching out to a helpline because you actually just want to speak to somebody that doesn't know you at all great um or you're speaking to a friend or family member or, or whatever whoever it might be um then that is important because with that we're able to be reassured that it's okay this is okay that you're feeling this way and it's okay that and and you're not on your own and and this is a journey and you know we there is support out there in terms of that support we're really kind of looking at how long this person needs and again yeah. that's really based on maybe how complex the, the complex bereavement or, yeah. or whatever um so if we've got a long period of space then we can hold that space if we've got a short period of space we might want to try and get to a, a place where we've managed to find balance mm -hmm. in not everything's so roller coastery and, and up and down but we've we've found balance in our emotions and we're maybe you know not um uh, finding that we're really distressed yeah. and, and we've been able to kind of find a level of balance with that then can we explore that space and and you only you really know when you're ready for that only you really know when when that's the right time I think that's probably one of the most difficult things is knowing it's when so difficult know because you look yeah. to everyone for the answers and guidance yeah you know? yeah talking to accounts like this is like me asking you very like black and white questions like how long do you do this <laughs> yeah. when is the right time to do that only I, I would know. know if this, if this, if me, this was you, you, then you would know. Yeah. Struggle to kind of tap into that and be mm. like, so when is that the right time? Sure, yeah. And and then, but the more that we talk about it or the more that you open or create a space for it, the more that people are kind of like, oh, actually, maybe I do want to get the funeral out of the way. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, maybe I do want to wait for, I don't know, maybe... Um, maybe in certain situations there there needs to be like a full investigation of, yeah. of the person's death okay. so maybe we want to wait for more information because with little information in in those situations like we can all, we can spiral and we can be like well what if it's this so maybe we just want to manage this right now mm -hmm. what it is that we're feeling and then wait for more information to come so that we can actually be reassured and then we can work with all the information rather than 
um, diving straight in the deep end with just these feelings that I'm feeling and, yeah. and this little information that I have. Um, yeah, so support is there and support is really important. Yeah. You know, wonderful charities or EAP lines or, or whatever it might look like for people. It's just a case of when that's right for you. And for some people, some people wait years. Yeah. Some people wait days. I've spoken to people where it's happened on that day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, let's go. Let's set up the counselling. Um, and we're like, okay, well, let's maybe explore yeah, a little yeah. bit more, you know. Probably running on adrenaline, shared. like, yeah, right, I'm going to yeah, do yeah. what society expects sure. you to do and get counselling immediately. Immediately yeah, yeah. And, and talk through this right now. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there is a, is this too soon? Yeah. So it's really important that we just explore a space for that and work with that person and, and your frame of reference and where you are right now. And yeah. there's no pressure, there's no expectation. We're just open in a space. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, <laughs> I'm like, your, your voice, your counselling voice. That's <laughs> so pretty, this is yeah, yeah, that's pretty much I'm it. Like, mm, and, yeah, and then outside yeah. of it, I'm like, <laughs> my <cunia. laughs> It works, no, it I'm works. Like, uh, yeah. um, I guess just a kind of a fine, I feel like, you know, we could talk about this for hours. Mm. There is so oh, much. Oh yeah, that there's so cover. much. Yeah. I think more looking, again, practical side of things um, for any employers listening, um, to this, you know, any kind of top tips, you know, I, we see it a lot, you know, there's been, oh gosh, it's really tragic, but there's lots of workplace suicides mm. and generally just bereavements in the workplace, lots of more loss because of COVID, you know, there's some general kind of top tips, you know, to do in terms of the workplace supporting if there, if there was a loss and you helping the rest of the workplace grieve things from like, I don't know, the way that you break the news to people. That's mm. the start of the process for, for many people, isn't it? All the way through to kind of memorials for mm. an employee or yeah. what to do with their stuff, you know, because people like take umbrage, you know, of like don't move their stuff just yet, mm. that kind of thing. So what would be like, or if you're looking at the other side, not losing an employee per se, or if you've got an employee that's lost someone, you know, what would be your kind of top tips you know, very high level, very general. Mm. I think it's about working with that person's frame of reference. And what I yeah. mean about that is sometimes we can go into this rescue. Let's rescue this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, this has happened for them. Yeah. What would I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it isn't mine. Yeah. It's not mine. So let yeah. me just sit back. I know I want to, I know I want to support. So what does that look like? Yeah. What does support look like for you for this person. in yeah. this situation? Not what do I think is best? Um, and sometimes we've really got to fight with that. We've got to fight with our inner, inner rescuer because it, it wants to take over and we've got to, and it wants to do, do the right thing. And and am, am I doing enough? I often get that with em employers. Am I, am I doing enough? Yeah. Cause you're just creating a space, like yeah. even just creating a space and then asking that person and respecting their space of what do you need? Yeah, yeah. And right now it might just be nothing. Yeah. I just like this space. Thank you for checking and, in. And, and don't feel like you need to overcompensate oh, for that. Oh, 100%. Like, I've been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, you're helpless. You're like, you know, I love this person, you know, this person, yeah. star employee, yeah. you know, whether st star employee or not, yeah. you, know, you want to help. That's yeah. why I'm in Got a leadership position. Cause that I, I want to look after people. Yeah, of course. And, and I've been there and I'm like throwing stuff. Do you want 
and you'll leave doing this. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. You know, and then can that can you? become a bit overwhelming. Yeah. So it's just giving it to, to that person and they might not know and that's also okay. But so, it's important to keep checking on that, I guess, without becoming yeah. naggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like what's good for you? Do you want me to check in in a week? Yeah. A couple of days? Like what's good for you? Like yeah. what works for you? What works for you? Probably one of the best questions you can ask. Yeah. What's going to work for you? It's good advice. What do you it's need? It's basic. It's simple. And I think, Strip it back. you know, employers, leaders, they need to not overcomplicate things. Like I've been guilty yeah. of so many times because you just want to, all you want to do is have, the, the best for that person. Mm. Um, but you just got to keep it basic. Yeah. There's it's no simple. magic wand. We can't yeah. wave anything. We can't necessarily change a situation. But what we can just do is just kind of say, how can I support you? Yeah. What do you need right now? Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Yeah. Well, have you got any final thoughts? Have you seen Jerry Springer? Jerry's final thoughts. That's what this is. Actually, <laughs> any not final seen thoughts? That bit. Have what, you what happened? Yeah, but well, surely that's like just... the most ridiculous. Like, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of ridiculousness in that. Um, <laughs> we're bringing some Kaylee's final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> we're bringing some lightheartedness to what's you know. It is a really difficult topic. Yeah, and, it is. You know, it, it can, can be, be quite difficult for people to listen to if they see that it's a podcast on grief they give it a go I think it's nice to have a bit of yeah. you know playfulness in that you know to make light of you know how difficult yeah. it can be yeah but have you got any kind of final thoughts at all anything no I don't, I don't <laughs> I know I like we no. covered a lot of time and we could carry We've, on talking I mean we could talk forever um I just I just uh, if if somebody is listening to this then Hopefully that something's been normalized for you yeah. um, or that you've been able to take something away from that uh, or, or this, sorry. And, and, and yeah, that's it really. Just anything that, that you've been able to take away from it or, or whatever then. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. <laughs> Georgia, thank you so much. That's all right. Thank you. Thank you.